Alright, here we go. We still haven't named it. We still haven't renamed it. Oh, oh, sh- oh, fuck, I missed it. <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> this episode of Punk's Talk Wrestling, we have the debut of Christian. We have several questionable storylines that just hold up. No, no. <laughs> they just oh, hold up. Oh, one more time. On this episode of Punk's Talk Wrestling, we have the WWF debut of Christian. We have several questionable storylines that just don't hold up over time. And we see a young and goateed Michael Cole as we give you our review of Judgment Day in Your House 1998. I am R.W. Hellborn, one half of your Punk's Talk Wrestling tag team host, hailing quote-unquote from Philly, and always virtually by my side, 3,500 miles away in London, England, he is my tag team podcast partner, he has zero things in common with Ken Shamrock, the proper prick, CJ Newman! Did you know the European Championship only lasted for about five years came into effect effect what'd you say came what'd you say would you like it came was a thing fe- february 26 1997 inaugurated was inaugurated inaugurated that's a good word yes. i like that word it was inaugurated on february 26 1997 and, and it and it disappeared out of existence on july 22nd 2002 i'll be honest that five years sounds longer than i remember <laughs> oh i'm not done okay who were the very first four European champions? You got one minute. Go. Oh, well, their very first one was British Bulldog. Yep. Uh, that was number one. Uh, Triple H. He's one Hunter of them. Hel- he was the uh, four. Uh, he was the third. He was the third. Um, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, he was the second. And then. So after Triple H. After Triple H. Oh, right, because Triple H won it because because Shawn Michaels did the finger of doom. Uh-huh, laid down, right, right? yep, yep, yep. Or the, whatever, he laid down so for it. Did, uh, Triple who, H who lost it. Triple H? Oh, man, did he? Oh, was it? it... This was quite soon after that. Was it Was it D'Lo that beat him it for it? It wasn't D'Lo. D'Lo was the no. one after that, though, so. Oh, fuck. Oh, man, who was before D'Lo with it? European Xbox? No. Did Xbox? No. You got three Xbox seconds. After two, Dino. one. Oh, oh man, that was clo- that was the closest that, I've ever been. That really is. Yeah. So, yeah, British Bulldog. Sure, Mike was uh, won that back. Uh, short person won it back. Sure, Mike was beat British Bulldog. Uh huh. And then you had Triple H beat Sure Michaels, which when he obviously laid down for him on Raw. 
Yeah, and yeah, because was, Shawn Michaels couldn't be both. That was when Shawn Michaels won the World Heavyweight Championship. The World Heavyweight Champion, and they and for whatever reason, oh, that was right. They they enacted the they enacted the fact that he didn't he didn't he hadn't uh, defended it. Yeah, right. And then Sergeant the Slaughter like forced him to face like they forced them to face each other. Yeah, and then, as a as a penalty. So then, and then Shawn just laid yeah. on the floor and outsmarted yeah. him basically, yeah. and then. Um, Brilliant. Owen Hart beat Triple H. Oh, there it was. Okay, yeah. I to- I totally forgot that Owen Hart uh, had a had a European title. Yeah. Man, that was that was probably the closest I got to accurately uh, accurately naming oh, all of those things in a minute. Owen Hart defeated the artist formerly known as Goldust, who was dressed as Triple H. Commissioner Slaughter award the title, awarded the title to Hart, considering Goldust was a substitution for Triple H. Oh, WWE but... recognizes Hart's reign as the beginning on January 22nd when the episode... Oh, whatever. But yeah, that was, uh... so he, he pinned... So Triple H was the champion, but he pinned Goldust, who was dressed as Triple H. There you go. Oh, that was great, man. That was a good one. There you go. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, actually... I, I wanted to... um. I wanted to get to something real, real quick before we, um, before we delve deep into this pay per view here, uh, because because last week we watched um, obviously current modern day Survivor Series from a week ago with we yeah. Return of Punk and Orton and everything, our truth. Um, the ret- yeah, the mo- yeah. And now <laughs> I mentioned I mentioned in in that episode that obviously I was watching with my girlfriend and she'd never watched wrestling before now i wanted to bring up the subject of showing someone anyone wrestling for the first time someone who's like obviously aware of what wrestling now i i always think that um people have this perception of what wrestling is yes right and generally it's either one of two things it's going to be um one it's going to be um this 80s kind of look where it's just massive like heavily tanned roided up guys all their other perception is that it's of that kind of 90s era where it's kind of like a bit crude right that that's the two perceptions i i think people seem to have is is it's what going to be one of those two they, they just have it in their head that that's what professional wrestling is oh yeah because i mean at that it, it had a boom. It had its other boom. I mean, yeah, that, so you know, I guess people base it off of the, the commonly known booms that wrestling had, right? Yeah. If you didn't know, if you didn't watch WWF, WWE, at the, uh, you know, you'd probably only know about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. Maybe The, maybe the Rock. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, possibly, possibly Mankind. But even that, like, Mankind wasn't even, you know, people outside of, People outside of wrestling, they they might have known three or four names. People in that time, you know, people were still when when Stone Cold was coming up. People still were thinking Hulk Hogan and you know. In Andre my the eyes, Giant. in my eyes, there are I could literally name all of the household wrestling names right now. Yeah, Hulk Hogan, Andre yep. the Giant, Austin, uh-huh. Rock. Yep. John Cena and now yeah. Roman Reigns is getting into that field too. And 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 you know, I would throw Randy Savage in there Randy only Savage because and possibly he was Randy on... Orton too actually. Yeah. I mean Randy the, the RKO I out of say... nowhere has become a meme so. Um so yeah, gang so... to my actual point. <laughs> Which we're going to try. Which we're going <laughs> to try. So, 
people have that perception right so you go yeah. like no 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 because because whenever i go like you know it, it happens less now like you know when i was younger it's like to tell people i watch wrestling was like almost like a taboo thing now i'm like oh, i watch yeah. professional I... wrestling check out my vast collection of wrestling t-shirts like yeah i don't care <laughs> but i think the mistake that people make and what turns people off is especially when you've got longtime fans like me and you mm. right some people will go like for example they'll have the rose tinted glasses on and they will think about judgment day 1998 and you'll think ah <laughs> that was such a good pay-per-view i remember watching that with my friends back in 98 right now you would go all right come over man i'm gonna show you wrestling man i, I guarantee you're gonna like it and you stick on judgment day 98 and your friend's gonna laugh at you because yeah at, it, it's it's hokey at times i and i think now the thing is <laughs> if in in january 1999 you had the same conversation i would then go and show my friend judgment day 1998 because that in context of that decade was what the best wrestling could be right yeah i think no matter if you have a friend that wants to or someone that you want to show wrestling to for the first time or show them what wrestling's all about the best thing you can do is show them the modern day product Oh, of course. I think that's, yeah. that's just the way forward. Like I said the other, you know, to you the other last week, I think off 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 recording, but I said I was going to show, you know, the the WrestleMania main event from last year because I think that's a perfect. It's a good story going into it, and it's it's a perfect show of like what a ma a modern day match could be like. It's a perfect show of like the how grand and like you know over the top wrestlemania can be it's it's wrestling at its finest it's wrestling at its absolute peak is the main event of wrestlemania and i think yeah. you know alternatively you know show them an episode of of raw smackdown i think is the best way of going into it too so i, I just I, these I, are my yeah, musings absolutely. that i've had um during this week <laughs> i just thought i'd share them how about right now let's let's freaking get into this pay-per-view because but, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, whoa, hold your damn horses, Whoa, whoa, man. whoa, okay, whoa, whoa, your back problem it up. here? Back it up. Hold on. Have you got gum? Shit! Oh, man! Oh, boot, thank you. All thank right. you for reminding me. This could have been a disaster. It hold on it, one the, second. I mean, it's Gotta been a good run. Down. This could have been the end of it all. I move, every day, every week I move it, and then I don't know where I moved it to, because, you know... If, if you're not aware, like... If Ralph does not have gum before we start an episode, there may as well not be an episode because it's um okay. I, I haven't got a good oh, reason. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Okay. What a averted 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 disaster. What a what gum is it? Oh no! Oh, it is still. It is still the classic oh, icebreakers just... ice cube cinnamon. Yeah, okay. I, I, until ice until I until I completely is lose it. Is that minty it, or? It's um well, it's a cinnamon. It's a it's basically like a. It's not as it's not as overpoweringly cinnamon as you know like a big red would be. Yeah. Um, it's got it's it's pretty uh. It's pretty it's pretty uh middle middle ground middle okay. middle tier, okay. as far as the. 
as far as the flavor. But I do, but I do love that the Icebreakers gum tends to retain its flavor a little longer. Oh, like, okay. It doesn't. It doesn't hit you like right off the bat and well, be that's like, good. "Bam! Here's all the flavor." And then, you know, ten minutes later. Whew. All, right. all right. Now that we are, uh, whew, everything's you know as it should Every- be. Well, well, we do have one. We do have one more important thing to get to. Um, oh, we do to uh, to handle. Yes, we do. What's that? Oh, is, is that what I think I heard? That is what you think you heard. It is the it is the official seltzer of Punk's Talk Wrestling. It is official. Generic raspberry lime seltzer. Was that from Giant? Your, it is from Giant. Yes, it is from the it is from the Giant down the road. So. Um, you know, if you have a giant, uh, giant grocery store near you, or any grocery store that that sells generic seltzer, um, you can probably find a generic raspberry lime. As uh, and it is, as uh, as us in the UK would say, pop to the shops and get pop yourself. Pop to the shops. Yeah, pop to the shops. That's what there we you say. There you go. Pop to the shops and get yourself do it, some do it generic. In a, do it in a British accent. You can't just do it. You can't just do it that. Bad. I can't. Oh, oh, hold on. Oh, pop, pop to the shops and get yourselves. Some generic raspberry lime, <laughs> mate. Matey. Oh, wait, that's Australian. No, we do say mate, but... We... Oh, you do say mate? Oh, that's right, because yeah. Australian There's is really a difference, just... though. Like, is it? Yeah, we don't say matey, though. Oh, I guess we, yeah, we oh, can't. We do, but not... I mean, mate, yeah. That That's confusing. Like, we do say mate, but, like, they say... I think they say mate more than we do. I think they, I think they, yeah, I think Australians use it more as it's like. More, it's more of a stereotypical the, thing for them. Here we go. Whew, yes. Let's get it. Let, let's, let's actually get into this. Get into it. So this it. week we are covering Judgment Day in your house, um, which was, um, I'm going to try that. Start that again. Judgment Day in your house. <laughs> the 25th in your house and the inaugural Judgment Day, mind you. So the first ever Judgment Day. I think it's a pay-per-view that lasted for about 10 years, but I'll have to look into that because I'm not too sure. Um, oh, no. Um, uh, 2009. Was... 2009 was the very final one. So I was right. Almost 10 years. So uh, just over 10 yeah. years. Um, so... Uh, actually, it was ten years because they didn't do one in nineteen ninety nine. So I was right. Um, we're always right. Even we're always if we're right. Wrong. Um, so it was held from the um, Rosemont <laughs> Horizon, which is we are back. Yeah, we're once again back again at in Rosemont, Illinois. Yeah. Um, whew, but the crowd looks a lot different. 20, 24 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Similar, similar layout though, as in the, as in the the, the very. Uh, like a small um, like entranceway, just like at this year's Survivor Series, they could fit in as much people as they could. Yeah. So the the attendance for um for Judgment Day was eighteen thousand one hundred and fifty three, which is a, wow, a would, huge attendance. That's actually more, and and that's uh that's more about a about a thousand more than we had for um for, war games. Yeah, exactly. War games. War games. The attendance was seventeen thousand one thirty eight. But uh, hey, they, I uh, guess I guess you could say the entranceway was slightly bigger, and you had two rings. So that is true. They 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 did have to accommodate a much larger uh entranceway um and an additional ring. Yeah. So that that um 
that should make up for it. Interesting, interestingly, the uh, Wikipedia page also was showing a buy rate for these, which they don't always oh, yeah. have. So I think maybe it's as they get more modern, because um, we've been doing a lot of older pay-per-views recently. So. Yeah. Uh, 305,000 buy rate. Uh, I've no was... idea if that's a good thing or a bad thing for the time. Yeah, kind of hard to kind of hard to know. Uh, yeah. Um, without doing more research that we're not going to do. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. If some if someone else knows, be, by all means, yeah, anyone, anyone that knows about buy rates, rates of the, yeah, no, yeah, let us know. If you know if you know what what a good buy rate from 1998 would be, uh, <laughs> sound off in the comments wherever you have comments that you can sound off in on our pages. Um, so, I mean, this getting straight into this pay-per-view, the, the first thing that resonates with me so deeply, so, so deeply, is the, the WWF trademark at the start of the show. As, as we oh. know it now, they're then now to now, they're now forever together, but the, 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 whatever that is at the start of the pay like that is so iconic. I love that yes. damn trademark. It that, just, it I, hits deep in my soul every time I see it. It was always like it's so building up. It's like like a pressure cooker, man. It's like yeah. it's like whoa, here we go, kind of thing. Yeah, we had uh, we had good old Jr. and uh, Jerry Lawler on commentators. Yep. on commentary. Uh, Carlos Cabrera and Hugo Savinovich as the Spanish commentators. Um, a young Michael Cole. Oh yeah, we saw him a few times in, in the night. That was great. As well as, yeah, as well as uh, good old Howard Finkel. Oh, man. The very first employee of WWF. And, and a uh, who's who of referees right here, man. Jeez. Holy shit, yeah. We got good old Tim White. We got Earl Hebner. We got Jim Corderas. Bruce Pritchard, which I don't remember. Yeah? <laughs> it, it, it's... He's listed as one of the referees. No, I don't really remember. Wasn't. No, I don't give a damn. He was not a referee at this pay-per-view. I did not see. Well, see, I didn't see him either. He might have been. Maybe he was a referee in during Sunday Night Heat. Maybe. Maybe. Which we didn't. Which also, we also didn't I feel watch like they're missing we... out. Unless I'm getting myself mixed up with Raw. But I'm pretty sure. Um, my God, his name. Uh, Mike Kyoto. I'm pretty sure Mike Kyoto was a referee in one of these matches. Yeah, so this might be we may we may need uh, we may need someone to uh, go in and uh, properly edit this Wikipedia. Yeah, page. this is uh, this you is know. not this is not correct. Yeah, uh, according, anyway. to Wiki- according to Wikipedia, uh, support Wikipedia. Yeah, donate if you can, and and uh, and uh, update uh, things if you can too. Because um, yeah, uh, yeah, if you know something that is wrong, make it right. <laughs> and that it's that, that goes can... for anything in life, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. That's a, that's not just a lesson on on you know updating updating the internet but properly. Or you know, that is a life lesson here. If you um, see something that's wrong, make it right. Yeah. Uh, unless unless it's something that we did wrong, then don't fucking talk about it. Then it probably yeah, isn't just, wrong. It just it's, it's just how it was wrong. meant just, to be. Yeah, yeah, you're probably misinterpreting it. Exactly. Know. So this uh, let's just start. Start with the first match, and actually, let's start, of let's all start things because the sooner entire, we start, the sooner we <laughs> actually know. It starts off all right. Actually, I actually quite, you know, Al Snow and Mark Merrow. Nothing here. Nothing that really happened here was bad. It was. Just, I love Al Snow. I love this gimmick. I think he he did such a good, so good in this role, like this gimmick. He was really good. Uh, yeah, I'll say this, Al Snow individuals were doing some good work and yeah. the matches were a lot of the matches were 
good or decent matches. Yeah. There yeah. was nothing like, you didn't see a lot of, you, you know, there wasn't just like botched spots and just like, oh, this is dull. Like, I didn't hear any, we didn't hear any boring chants. No boring chants or nothing. One, one thing I did but, overall, I will say for the, for the, for the overall wrestling quality of, of this and 1998, I guess, is that I did notice that like the crowd generally, Honestly, the crowd weren't really paying much attention to the match the, until the very no. end of the matches. Yeah, they really the crowd they was were there a, for the moments, pretty, not for the matches. It seems. The cr- yeah, yeah, the crowd was. I'll, this is what I'll tell you. Yeah, before we get before we get uh, Al Snow versus Mark Mao, it was a good match. Yeah, you know, it had, was fine. It was good. It was fine. I um, forgot that Al Snow's finishing move was called Snowplow, and and when I heard yeah. that, I was like, "That's fucking brilliant." Uh, <laughs> um, so DOA. For, D- um, yeah, so we got Disciples of the Apocalypse with um, Eight Ball Skull and Paul Elring, who's looking jacked as all hell. Yeah, what the I, fuck? Yeah, I don't remember. I really don't remember much about Paul Elring being a part of this, but now that he's there, I get it because he had a big, you know, he had connections with the Road Warriors, of course. Before yeah, they I mean, he the, used to be their manager and everything like that, so obviously yeah. now we've got LOD 2000, which is but, Animal Draws and, and Hawk. Oh, yeah, what another what another what another storyline that storyline that they, they were doing with Animal here is just fucking so, just, awful. Awful yeah. stuff. Yeah. If, if you don't know about it, this was you know, he was he was legitimately dealing with with drug and alcohol abuse. addictions yeah. yeah and so they and so they just made that part of the angle and essentially aired all of his dirty laundry put him in gave him gave him regular old like they they gave him like the john cena hollywood haircuts like just regular old office dad yeah cuts which just made him look even more sad and pathetic. Like, you, do you this was... remember how they ended that storyline? Oh yeah, they yeah. ended the storyline with Draws pushing Hawk off of the Titan Tron, because... killing him. Yeah, committing committing homicide. Hawk, because Hawk was um was threatening to commit he, suicide. He was gonna, yeah, he was gonna. It's just so tasteless. And this is, but again, this is. This is the era where they were trying to be as shocking as possible. As edgy as possible, yeah. Edgy and shocking and and I don't know. Anyway, it wasn't even a it wasn't even a great match. No. The, ma- the match wasn't good. The you know, it, it was obvious that it was obvious that they did not really want to be a part of this angle and they were kind of just stuck doing yeah, their job. They, that, that that they were phoning that in and LOD I mean clearly Hawk was not even in a good place personally anyway, so yeah. he didn't even want to probably be there at all. Um and yeah. I mean, yeah, just awful. Yeah. Um uh, the only note the only note I really had on that aside from the storyline being horrible is that the last time I saw Paul Ellering was when he got beat up by the authors of pain. Yeah. And then the auth- and then the authors of pain just kind of disappeared, disappeared after they had a they had a they had like a two week run where they were where they were like where they were Seth Rollins heavy yeah yeah for a minute and well, then just disappeared. I don't know what happened. I, I apparently, think got- from what I've heard, is that they have quietly signed a new contract with the WWE. Really, and I don't know how that, true it is, but that's what I have heard. So that that would be amazing because I thought I I, I think there's a lot of potential recall, with those guys. Well, again, yeah, from what I recall, what happened was somebody one of the two got injured and was like. We don't know. We don't have anything for one of you. Yeah. We only have something for both of you, and it, so we just 
they just kind of went away quietly. But that would be I would be awesome to see them back. There is a lot of the tag team division, as, as you know, as we as you could see on this week's episode of Raw. Was yeah, and last week team, with the tag team turmoil match as well. Do the tag team division right now is it it's hot. nice to see they're it's nice to see they're doing that cycle of making of shifting things to make to make other things important while yeah. while other things are taking a little bit of a back burner. Um, yeah, prepare for a lot of good tag team division stuff. Yeah, they're, they're giving a lot uh, of time to tag teams lately. And actually, you know what? they're giving a lot of time to the women's tag team division as well, come to think of they're it. They're trying. They're really They're really try- trying. I mean, and I'm glad I'm glad they are because, I mean, I feel like no one's, they haven't really given it a good go. And I feel like Triple H is now uh, giving it a good go. But yeah, so LOD 2000, uh, get the win. Good for uh, them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yes. The next match, one of my actually one of my one of my favorites of the night. Actually, it was a pretty yeah. harmless. Oh, one one really quick fact: this Paul Ehring um, appearance was the very last uh, Paul Ehring uh, pay per view appearance until he appeared in NXT with Authors of Pain. So, okay. Well, there. So there you go. There's yeah. more of that connection. Um, maybe. Hey, maybe we'll see him back again. I don't know. Is Paul Ehring still alive? Uh, he's still alive. Okay. Uh, good. Uh, yeah um yeah he is although he is 70 years old so there's that um so yeah we had christian versus takamichinoku for the light heavyweight championship this is christian's yeah. debut mind you yeah um, um yeah christian's uh debut match here um yeah. christian sh- straight who was going edge's for a championship. younger brother edge's younger brother that's right yeah um I really like this match. It was a different. T- it was a change of pace from everything we've seen so far. They definitely did. They. De- I feel like they were definitely trying to go for. I mean, at this time, like the Harakaranas and splashes to the outside, and like suicide dives that Takamichinoka were doing to the outside. Yeah. Like, oh they- my god, dude! Did that that thing. Oh yeah, that was yeah, just, yeah. That was just a straight flip from the outside, flat onto the concrete floor. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. the pad, but uh-huh. like. There was no buffer no, for him. No, not at all. Not at all. Fuck, man. That that look. I mean, that hurts. It hurts me still just thinking about it. But you're right. You're right. This was. They were. Um, you know, the light when they introduced the light heavyweight championship. That was their. I guess their their way of combating WCW's cruiserweight. Yeah. At this time, you know. There was obviously a desire for some of this, and like you said, they had a different. They showed a different style. Yeah, of I mean, wrestling. if you got to kind of thank WCW for this because WCW were putting a lot of focus onto cruiserweights at this time, mm-hmm. uh, with you know Ray and Hoover Two Guerrero and things like that. So um, this was WWE. Honestly, never really caught up to that i think that's one thing wcw did pip them out on is that they had a much better cruiserweight division and always did through the whole monday night wars yeah um, wwf has all wwe has always struggled with that even when they reintroduced the cruiserweight yeah, division it and just all that it, stuff, it fell flat again and i i, I, I will say why. i think i think vince just doesn't didn't didn't I think it, and doesn't like cruiserweights. Yeah, really. I think I think that's honestly i think that's really what that's it was because it because you also saw that they didn't he didn't take the time to give them better storylines. No. People didn't, um, which which this was one of the few things that had a storyline attached. The you know Christian Edge's younger brother uh, aligning himself with Gangrel, who I guess had apparently had a falling out with Edge at that time. 
Um, I don't know if they. I don't know if they mention anything about. Yeah, this that was kind of um, weird. I, I don't. It seems like um, Christian had attacked Edge. But I'm. I'm. I'm pretty sure they stayed. Well, they did stay together. Actually, I'm not sure what happened there, but. Um, yeah, it seems like there was some rift there, but obviously Edge was sitting yeah. in the crowd, being brooding and emo. And, and yeah, and and but but I mean, big uh, big props to Christian for a title title victory on his debut. On his debut, mind you. you know? By the way, Christian here is twenty four years old, and Takamichi Noku is twenty five years old. Both super Jeez. super young in this match. Yeah. You know? Uh, and going, Taka's uh, still going. Taka, I mean, they're, bo- oh, well, they're both still going. Yeah, Takamichinoku's in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and obviously Christian's yeah. in AEW as the TNT champion right now. Um, yeah, they're both they're both going strong in their in their fifties at this point. So yeah, uh, late forties, well, fifties. Um, the crowd went crazy for this fucking title change. By the way, yeah, they I were noticed. in the, the for were the well first time match. Yeah. The first yeah. time, actually, yeah, the first match this night that they were really actually really into. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? Because I mean, that's that's probably of of all the matches that happened this night, that would be probably the only. That would be probably if you're going to watch one match, this would be the one match to watch from from this pay per view. Yeah, I, think, I would say um, it's, it certainly was. It certainly was the best. Yeah, I, I, I've got I've got I've got two more which aren't which are we'll get to that. I'll, I'll let you know which ones I think were pretty okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, good match. I enjoyed it, um, and and it just it didn't have much going into it apart from the fact it was for a lightweight championship. It is a bit of a change of pace for the rest of the show, to be honest. So I quite enjoyed that. Definitely had a more modern day feel to it as well, which isn't. I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. It's just like I guess I'm sent like I'm now used to that style of of wrestling. So yeah, I, this is definitely yeah. I felt you know quite. I was engaged the whole time. Yeah, yes. You can definitely see guys like Sami Zayn and I mean right. even Kevin Owens and stuff like they were modeled after more of this style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so next match we had Gold Dust versus Val Venus. The returning Gold Dust. The return yeah, because he had a little bit of a hiatus there where he was being well, I guess he was, he was just- like what he was he? being Dustin Reynolds, the born again preacher. Yeah, yeah. From the video package, you saw the video package, right? Fuck Peacock didn't take that out, did they? Um, yes, I did. I actually got, yeah, I got a little Look, bit of that video package. Cool. So the God, video package, yeah. I actually, I, I put ridiculous story, but kind of executed well, actually. Like, that, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, the story here is kind of dumb, but I actually feel like they've been served a bit of crap on a piece of paper and actually gone like, all right, let's make the best out of this we can. Yeah. If you want to, you want to, sh- if you I'm like, you can absolutely shit on a storyline where, where someone's real life wife is now cheating on them with your, with their opponent yeah. and, and create and making videos portraying themselves sleeping together. Yeah. Um, it's as cringe as it's as cringe as it's going to be. <laughs> The yeah. ma- but but at least but at least there was a story yeah. that was cohesive and made sense. It totally made sense why Dustin, his character, wanted to do um, you know was was the way he was. I'm not sure you know I, I'm not sure how they kind of tied it all back up to like make make Goldust come back only because I'm guessing people just got tired of Dustin Reynolds as a preachy guy and just wanted to see gold dust so yeah. they're like we've got to find a way to get gold dust back 
I know, make him go crazy so that he goes back to being this crazy character. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was, it, it certainly was better than the LOD 2000 story. It certainly oh, was yeah. better than a lot of other stuff. Um, solid match, you know. Honestly, honestly, yeah. As far as the match itself goes, it was pretty good. Um, yeah, storyline was storyline just wasn't for me. Yeah, and I mean, it was um, you know, it was it was fine. It was whatever. It was fine. It was great to see Goldust have like Goldust entrance with the confetti and the pyro and yeah, I, I love Goldust always, and his theme. Everything, everything about Goldust was great. You know, with, with this his presentation wise, anyway, and yeah, um, I mean that's and again that just shows you the level of. The level of of a competitor, the level of a performer that that he actually is. Oh yeah, big time. It is what it, it was. What it, but it, it was what it was at the time. Yeah. So and it I was huge you know, at the time. To be honest with you, it was huge. Exactly, it was huge at the time. Goldust got a huge pop. Uh huh. You know. Yeah, he did. So, he really did. Yeah, probably. I mean, possibly this, possibly the second biggest pop of the night. Oh uh, yeah. I would, I would say. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll get to we'll get to that. I'll go yeah. On, yeah. Um, next up, we had X Park and China. Oh, sorry, yeah, well, we did have X Park and China. Yeah, out there with China, who gave me proper Rhea Ripley and Dominic vibes, big time. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Up against D'Lo Brown. Uh, here yeah. For the God, uh, I love D'Lo Brown. Yeah. D'Lo Brown was D'Lo Brown was great for the European you know? Championship, and um, oh. this was another match that I I, I liked. I, I was I thought this is a good match. Yeah, this was a, a solid match. Yeah. Told, told a good, told a good story. There was two you know, really a bit, fucking good workers. A bit of shenan, a bit of shenanigans. The proper, uh, the, a, a very proper amount of shenanigans. Um, this was this was definitely during you know this was also during the the hot potato era of titles with you know the European title was changing hands yeah quite rapidly. I mean, X Pac won it back, but he, you know, he lost it to D'Lo Brown like two weeks ago. And then won it back again. Like so, there was people were people were hot potato. Well, oh, attitude era was terrible for the hot potato in a t- yeah. championships. They just they were traded I, like nothing. I did love the fact that every time, any time D'Lo came out, what like they would, he was he was now residing in Milan, Italy as the as yeah, the yeah, yeah. European champion. So like, you know, little bits like that. I always like give a little extra. You know, that's a nice you know that's a nice bit of coriander. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, a little I bit of garnish coriander yeah. on that. Um, yeah, I, I, it was, it was good. I mean, there were uh, well, going along with this at the time was um, Mark Henry putting in a uh, a sexual assault charge against China. Yes, which we did see. Uh, she got arrested for on, the, on the next raw night after. on Raw. Which, yeah. Again, again, this is got to be some Vince Russo shit. The um, fact that they're making storylines out of sexual harassment is yeah, fucking is, is brutally. It's it's just brutally bad attitude era shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, it doesn't it, you know? Pro, yeah, it it is what it is. It's over. Yeah, that shit's. Thank God that thank God that era is gone. Yeah, um, but yeah, we. Um, Actually, the ending of this match was very cool. It was like a it, like a jump off the ropes into an X Factor, if you remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought the yeah I thought the match itself was was pretty, yeah pretty I think damn it's good. A, yeah, and um, I forgot how much D'Lo Brown was hated. Like people really didn't fucking like yeah. D'Lo Brown. He was getting booed out of that he, fucking building. 
Oh yeah, he was he 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 got he was getting some nuclear heat for. Yeah. Um, I, he was wearing that chest protector at the time. Yeah. That was you know padded pad, like they you know claimed it was padded with a steel plate in it or something. Uh, all sorts of shit. Yeah, he wore um, that thing for like he wore that thing for years. Oh yeah, I don't think he stopped wearing it. It became part like that chest pad thing is like part of his you know perpetual gimmick, gimmick now. yeah yeah pretty yeah. much yeah yeah good for him good for him though yeah um, i always i was always a fan i was always a fan of d'lo brown's work oh he's great um yeah. then we uh we go to a little backstage segment with uh with the um the um motion thrasher the headbangers oh uh, yeah i made a note about this promo yeah me too i'm pretty sure it's yeah, the same it, one it bad. it's terrible the match um, was okay it was one of these matches again where i'd feel like the crowd just didn't give a fuck like i thought there yeah. was actually some really decent wrestling in this match but the crowd just didn't engage like there were actually yeah. some really good moves there were really good moments you could tell that they actually put some effort in here and the crowd just didn't care and i they, feel like with i've watched this i watched the raw the night after which is a completely different city and it just feels like it seems like the, the the people back then that went to these shows were there for the moments and not for the matches. They just didn't yeah. give it. And I think back then as well, like that's how wrestling was written. It was all about the moments and not the matches. Yeah. Whereas I think yep. now we've got a good balance between the two. I think it's moments and matches. So I think we've they've, yeah. they've figured out a good a good balance here in the yeah day. because yeah when you take when you take the time to to work out and, and and give them time give these storylines time yeah to work themselves out instead of just shoving you know th there there was a lot of there it, it, it also felt like there was a lot of just shoving people together for for reasons i mean yeah. going back going back and looking at it i, I mean just as we're talking through it yeah the, yeah there were reasons why they, they were fighting but the reasons weren't really flushed they weren't always flushed out yeah you know um the two things road dog i think i've mentioned this before but for some reason road dog was one of my favorite wrestlers when i was younger i fucking yeah. loved him no idea why just loved him and obviously when i was watching this pay-per-view and they came out and doing you know the ladies and gentlemen boys and girls well, of all ages i was obviously doing it along with them yes the other day exactly. and i was so pissed when it got interrupted Oh God, yeah. Well, it's but see, that's that's someone who understood his gimmick and could he could get the audience to participate. Yeah, that's, big time. Of course, you want. Of course, you're gonna you want to feel a part of that thing that everybody is doing. Yeah, you know. I don't know if you noticed, like during the match as well. There were there were people in the crowd like doing it and getting and everyone was doing it with them, which is amazing. Oh yeah, like the, oh yeah, as a tag team, you got to think. They were well. I think of the of the late nineties. They were the most over tag team by by a fucking country mile. Like yes, the New Age Outlaws were so over, incredibly over. Yeah, without without a doubt. With, um, without a doubt. Um, this match ends with a boombox to the head, of which he smacked him so fucking hard over the head with that boombox. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they, they they really weren't uh, they really weren't uh, quite as safe with the headshots back then either. <laughs> nope, <laughs> not at all. Um, in case you're wondering, um, Mosh 
uh, still wrestles occasionally. In fact, his last match was on September 9th, 2023. Okay. Uh, actually, he te- he did team with Thrasher, but it seems like Thrasher doesn't wrestle as much anymore. Uh, he mainly retired from pro wrestling in 2002. And currently is the uh, area supervisor for a Papa John's in Dayton Beach, Florida. Okay. Well, there we go. So... There's that. There it is. Um, There's that. Another thing nothing I thought wrong, was really nothing weird. wrong with that. Papa nothing. John's. Papa John's makes great pizza. Yeah, Shaq, not in the UK Shaq though. We've spoken about this before. Papa John's in the UK is absolute shit. Oh, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's I think, curious. Uh, I think Domino's is probably our best over here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, fa- I'll, I'll I'm a take big away fan. pizza anyway. Yeah. I'm. I'm still. I am still a. I'm still a fan of Domino's pizza. We get it. We get it almost regularly when we watch wrestling. It's been a staple of my uh, you know it, domino's pizza is ingrained into my wrestling watching when uh, when we it, when when i'm over and we watch inevitably watch wrestling i mean there's a lot right. of shit to watch while i'm there we'll, yeah. we'll definitely have to get domino's because i don't think i've ever oh, had sure. american domino oh, i haven't well, had night, american domino's well night yeah night one of I mean, well smackdown and night one of wrestlemania yeah you know, since we're, we're not we're not going to be in attendance for night one we will only be in attendance for night two yeah um We'll certainly get some. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. So obviously they, uh, the the New Age Outlaws get disqualified here, and the fucking weirdest thing I thought is when the New Age Outlaw the the um the headbangers are announced as the winners of the match. They they sm- they they get really happy, and I'm like, you didn't win the tag team titles. Yeah. Why the fuck are you happy? You got you didn't win the tag titles and you got hit over the head with a fucking boombox. Why yeah. are you happy about this? <laughs> um, but yeah, they seemingly were. So yeah, uh, because they they don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do. I did see them. I did see the uh, when I when I caught you know the the amount that I could tolerate of the raw after this. Um, they came back out and I guess they wanted to challenge them again because they technically won and they were DQ'd, but they were, but they were carrying like the fake foam replica belts. Yeah. Yeah. At one point. Yeah, they were. Yeah. As if like that, you know, um, that was cute, I guess. <laughs> help to help to sell some merch. Oh, but, wow. I was yeah. spat my drink out there. I didn't, I didn't, cat, <laughs> I didn't expect the cute comment. Yeah. It was... But uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. My next note in capitals is young Michael Cole because uh, this young is, Michael Cole. There yes. he is, uh, with a little sporting a little goatee here. Yeah, a oh, goatee man. number. It's the best. There's a there's a there's a post that co- pops up on my uh, on my Facebook memories. I don't remember when, it, but I posted. I don't know what it was, but years ago I posted a picture of young Michael Cole. So it pops up every every year at some point, and it. You know, it makes my day when you just see him with that little <laughs> that one, once a year, young Michael Cole yeah. day. Yeah, um, this it was it was once he had become he was already in he was he was a ring announcer or uh, not a ring announcer he was a commentator he was on commentary yeah. already at this point. Is it he is had it that soul, goatee? The, is it soul patch? Because he had, for a period there he had a soul patch, just a soul yes, patch. Yes, it is. Uh, yes, what, what it a, is. I'll, go, I'll have to dig. I'll see if I dig fucking, it up. We can. What a fucking look. Um, we took him. Yeah, we'll. we'll uh, so we got Michael we, Cole. <laughs> Um, the top ten list of Michael Cole's facial hair. Facial hair, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could be a little Instagram number. I'm actually, there, yeah, I'm gonna work know. on that. Um, Michael Michael Cole's facial hair through the ages. So we had Mick, um, Michael Cole doing a little uh, interview with Mankind backstage. Um, uh, 
what what have I what have I written there? Doesn't it make any sense? I put Mick Foley <laughs> is so damn good. Oh, I get it. I put Mick Foley is so damn good with the promise. So well, damn actually good meant, with the promise? Yeah, it's meant to say Mick Foley is so damn good with promos. <laughs> with promos. <laughs> Yeah, with promos, not the yeah, promos. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, this was he's so good, man. Yeah, and 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 to, so what we touched on, you know, we touched on it momentarily at the beginning of this, but this was, this was an iconic era for uh, revitalization of mankind's character too, where Big he time. he he introduced he introduced Mister Sacco just you know a week ago, weeks before uh, this, yeah, weeks before with 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 Vince and the you know. Vince, the lead up to the lead up to what was going on at this point, you know, and Vince McMahon getting this is this is also what didn't make it didn't make as much sense. Like the whole well, we'll get to, you know, we'll we'll get to it when we get to the main event. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah, Mick Foley and the and the and the invention, the creation of Socko was just that was that was good shit. Yeah. That was real good shit. And of course, you know, we talked about this. We talked about this when we reviewed um fall brawl with, with, with the cactus jack promo like he has been mick foley the man just just understands the professional wrestling business oh better than man. so many so, he's just, just so damn good yeah he's he's up there yeah. I, I'd, I'd actually say you know what i'm actually saying that he was he's probably up in my top 10 i think yo the, the oh, more i see him the, the more i the more I see him, he's one guy I can watch really old footage of and go like, you've always had it. You've always understood this. Like, there's never been a part of your career where you've not understood this. And like, yeah, and he's goes and even, all in every time. When, yeah. And even when he gets into the more, the you know, the more hardcore uh, angles mm. and everything, it still, it still has meaning. Yeah. To a degree, like. It's not just, you know, it's not just brutality for the sake of brutality. Yeah. You know, part of his whole persona was that mankind can withstand unnatural amounts of punishment. Yeah. And that, and, and it's really just that Mick Foley himself is willing to put himself through these things. You know, there are, I don't know any other wrestlers who lost an ear during the match and continued the match. Well, the, you know, yeah, think about it, like. That that famous Hell in the Cell match with the Undertaker was literally four months before this pay per view. Like my man's still yeah. wrestling after being thrown off a cell twice. Yeah, so much so much had been going on at this at, at this time period. Yeah, big time. That 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 is now that is now considered iconic and 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 you know. Uh, yeah, but 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 for right now he's but right now he's facing ken shamrock for the intercontinental championship and i kind of forgot this happened yeah um kind of crazy here that um ken shamrock in this match is 34 years old just the same age that i am currently and Holy that fucking shit. blows my mind because i don't look like him so <laughs> no you certainly don't um how the fuck is he thought you don't look you don't look nearly as psychotic no he doesn't have a goatee and he's not British. Yeah, I don't have a goatee. Those, that's where. What's that? I don't have a goatee. Well, I mean, he has. Well, no, he doesn't have. Oh, right, you shaved on. You shaved, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I didn't shave. I've... I I just have a I just have a very standard beard now. Oh. I don't well, know what else to call it. Why was I thinking for a while? Why Why was I thinking for a while that you had a longer 
Like, I, I, for a short period of time, I had, um, like, mutton chops going up into a tash, like handlebars into a mutton chop situation. Yeah. Had that for a little while, and then I shaved off and just had a tash for a while. Mm. I, had my, I don't know why. I had, I had my dash in Cody Rhodes era. And yeah. then, uh, uh, and then I don't know what I was thinking of. And then I grew out, and then it was like a, a little bit of a beard with more prominence on the tash. My uh, uh, my Hollywood Hulk Hogan era, and then mm-hmm. um, and now it's all just growing out into a beard, basically. Maybe but, maybe but we a need short a top. Beard. Maybe we need a top ten of uh, uh, C.J. Newman. Yeah, facial uh, there's, hair. there's a shitload uh, of them too. C.J. Um, Newman facial hair through the years. <laughs> Uh, I think we, I think we all have, uh, I think we all probably, we both, all of us, all two of us, <laughs> all two so. of us, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where that's where the simple. He doesn't have any facial hair at all, and that's no, where he the, doesn't. So. No facial hair, no British accent. Uh, that that's where the similarities really end. That's pretty much yeah. The, oh. Um, I absolutely love Mick Foley's theme at this time. This um. I just love this theme song. I think it suits him down to a T. His entrance is great. I love yeah. the the lighting in the ring is like a like a window, like a moonlight through a window. Have you noticed that? I didn't even. You know, I missed that. So, I didn't even take notice. Yeah, of that. like they sh- there's a light that they shine into the ring. That's like it. It looks like like a moonlight shining through a window on a dark night, and it's like a. a it's like a gridded like window frame into the into the into the ring. Was he do? He was doing that. He was not not just for this match. Oh, he you, yeah. He already did. He always did that during this era. But I, I, I even went from his debut. But I just I love it. It's just it's just. Small oh right, because he had touch. because he did the right. It was like the creep. It was kind of it was kind of like creepy entrance. Cre- but then the yeah. end, and the end was like the lullaby theme. Yeah, the lullaby theme at the end, which is I, one of the only wrestlers to. One of the only ever uh, wrestlers to ever have his own like outro music. Right, he had a different. Yeah, he had a different intro and outro. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. good, man. Um, yeah. Uh, this match, I, mean, I actually quite enjoyed this match. Like it was, it was pretty. They were, they were going in on each other, and uh, oh yeah, again, a great match. Great um, match between these guys. One thing they I worked didn't well understand is how the fuck there was no disqualification for the fucking chair shot to the head. That I made it. I made a note of that too. I'm like, I guess that just by the didn't way, matter. the referee literally pulled the chair out of mankind's head, hands before that yeah, happened. I, Obviously, meaning I don't want you to use the chair because it's against the rules. And then the chair was used, and it's and it was f- yeah, fine. I, and, and the referees clearly saw it happen. Yeah, he was there watching it, it just yeah. saw it happen. It just, just. Just, uh, just ignore that. You know, make it, make an asterisk on that rule. Yeah, but obviously, um, classic McFoley just didn't get his fucking hands up. Just let it happen. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, that, there, and I, and I remember hearing something about Ken Shamrock was also pretty like. There, there was another. I think it was Ken Shamrock versus The Rock. It was, yeah, where he Rock was like, him, "Hit me as hard as you fucking can." Yeah, and he's and he later, and, and you know. Hits him, Obviously, hit him in straight, like square in the fucking face with it. Yeah, and it's just like that. You know, I'm pretty sure he literally gave him a concussion. Has probably had permanent da- brain damage from that. Yeah. So you know, don't you know? Don't I'm do glad that. that. I'm also glad that era is gone. Yeah. Uh, of of hit of of headshots. You know. But, um, um, we got the greatest hits of McFoley here with the clothesline over the top rope, the elbow drop from the apron, the mandible mm-hmm. claw. He actually pretty cool in this match. He. He got rid of Socko so he could do the proper mandible claw, which I thought was really cool. 
Yes, and uh, the <laughs> most of most entertaining, I think, of of everything was the fact was the end where where he put the mandible claw on himself yeah. to make himself pass out so that he wouldn't tap out to the ankle lock. It's, and yeah. then Ken, yeah. and then Ken Shamrock went 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 even more insane because he was mad that they declared him the winner via the mandible claw. <laughs> and it's like they they had to make that announcement in order to make that part of the story but because yeah but it had to it had to have been tied into something else that happened later or previ- previously because uh because otherwise why did they why or or they did it to make sure that the audience saw what happened but then like knew what knew wouldn't what happened. that be like a no contest because like well ken if shamrock passes- didn't ken shamrock how did ken shamrock win if he's not the one that beat mankind because well, because man, because he mankind passed out, so it's t- it's a TKO. But he, it's basically but he like, knocked himself a, a, out. But I don't think that. But I see again. We're we're gonna have we're gonna have to clearly define this in our rules episode. We're gonna make a note of this that that we need that we need a clear definition of why that was allowed. It, and it could have been it could have been because Ken Shamrock had a submission hold on him. Yeah. But but again, this is just one of those weird things that like. How do you? How would you rule it? He passed. He passed out, and he was in the ankle lock. Whether he, whether whether he forced himself get, to like knocked, like knock, get knocked out in a match, or knock themselves out, and then he just the the match is classes a no contest. Oh yeah, but, but has, fuck yeah, it. For this happened. purpose here, they were doing it for this purpose for the it, because line, so. because the storyline demanded it. Yeah, because pretty, the story much, because yeah. of the, and that's. And that's it, just like in D and D, just like just like when you play Dungeons and Dragons and you don't know how to explain, it's because magic. Yeah, it's because you know? magic. And it's this because is... magic. It's because it's because the storyline. And this is because mankind. That's why. Because mankind. Yeah. It, it made for it made for a moment that is now uh, that is now like the only time that that's ever happened. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I yeah I can never recall the moment that it's ever happened before. Yeah. Or since. Um, um, going straight, then we have, yeah, we have, um, the rock versus Mark Henry. Then we have, yeah, we have a five minute match between the Mark. And I don't know what was going on at this point. Had the, the rock had already split from the, the nation, of domination, from the nation of domination. And obviously he was I, a, he was a heel for a while because he was a bit of a dick to Farouk. I guess. Yeah. I guess the whole nation is done because even in the, even in the, uh, it's it, Sunday night heat was the God. We had Godfather versus Farouk. Well, Godfather's the pimp now. The only two people um, that are friends still is D'Lo and Mark Henry. In fact, they still come out to the Nation theme and Titantron video. Yeah. Uh, but they weren't, and still the same attires, actually. But it seems like they just didn't really know what to do with them. So they just kind of st- stuck them with the same pro- um, attires and everything. But yeah, for all intents and purposes, like the Nation was, was gone at this point. The Rock was starting to get very popular here. Um, yeah. But and then one month after this pay per view was Survivor Series, and it's kind of weird they stunted the Rock's growth as a face because he actually then joined the corporation. Yeah, at the the month after at Survivor Series, where okay, they did the um, where they did the um, the fake um, they did the Montreal Screwjob again, but this time yeah. storyline. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that first time was a storyline too. <laughs> oh yeah, if you want to go back and, and listen to oh. our top ten heel turns, is it oh heel yeah, turns the, that we did. Uh, 
That was the, I think yeah. that, well, I think we claimed, I think we claimed that as like a heel. That was, that wasn't, that was above, that was like breaking kayfabe in heel. That That's like meta, it's like, it's like metagaming in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. It's like, it, it, I, it, but it, I think it, we, it, it was Vince McMahon turning heel, but it was in Vince real McMahon life turning and heel. in story. So, um, but here we have the Rock that's versus it. Mark Henry and, uh, uh yeah, it was, it just, a, it was um, a match. It was a match. It was basically the it was basically the bathroom break match before, yeah, before really. the main event. Um, I mean, we had nothing happened. Mark Henry won because Dilo Brown held down the Rock's legs, so he couldn't get yeah. his feet um, to kick out or anything like that. So, yeah, it didn't seem. It really didn't. Just a match, really. It just was a match. It didn't seem to. Yeah, that could have happened on Raw. That could honestly happen happened on Raw. That could have been a Sunday night heat. Yeah, that, that could have been that a heat. But I guess anywhere. they were, I guess they had a lot of invested in the Rock here at the time. So but it's kind of weird it, how he went from this match into the pay per view after winning the WWF Championship. True. Kind of. And maybe and maybe well. that's and maybe that was maybe that was the thing. Maybe that was like, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe the maybe the idea was, let's just get give you a quick loss to make it seem like you might need help yeah. because you're by yourself. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, also, also, it was the twelfth of thirteen matches that night for people in attendance. When you yeah. consider when you consider the four shows from Sunday, Sunday night, night heat. heat. Yeah, I know, right? That's, that's crazy. a lot of fucking matches. Yeah, I mean so, that's that's kind of I mean there are a lot of very short matches, but if you think about it, that's kind of what they were doing when WrestleMania yeah. was one night and they were trying to cram in so cram much. Everything it, in. Fucking hell. But I'll give you, t- give you this. The fucking crowd came alive for this main event because these, well, entrances, of course this is, this is the reason everybody, this, this the is reason really everyone, the, it's like, it's like the, the headline act comes on. Yeah. yeah. And, and isn't that just, just, just to put it in perspective too, we, we said this, we say this all the time and we'll continue to say it because it's true. The, the amount of, of people that were obviously people were there to see Austin Undertaker and that's pretty much it. Like some people, you know, people like some other guys, but like that was the draw. Yeah, big time. Without a doubt. Yeah. Whereas now you have so many people, everybody is important in all of these matches. Exactly. You know, yeah. The first match the first match of a pay per view is, is now a PLE. Typically, the first match is is usually the second or at most third most important match of the night. Yeah. Usually, usually it's the second most important match. They start off. They do. They do with, it all with, the time with, now. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. this but match. fucking this Undertaker theme music is, in my, in my opinion, his best theme music he ever had. Yeah. This is the this is the beginning of the the. Uh, the um, ministry. Of yeah. Darkness, so after right? this, yeah. the the ministry he had his ministry music, which was great too. But this is just before ministry, and it's fucking oh, right. great. This I don't know what it was, but watching this Undertaker entrance, I gen you do have it too. I know you do, but you know when music and wrestling makes your hair stand up on end. Oh yeah, yeah. This entrance the- gave me a fucking full body chill. I don't know what was going on, <laughs> but it hit it hit right in the right the right spot and i was like oh my god like this is fucking cool like the way he comes out he looks cool as fuck he doesn't even flinch one bit from his pyro just keeps walking it's great yeah. um 
<laughs> Plus, this version of Kane was so fucking cool. Like with the the whole Kane with the the fire on the cages as he was coming out, and oh man. And then oh, Aust- yeah, and this- then Austin as well with his entrance. Oh, he also this was this was the beginning of his voice uh, the voice box gimmick too. Yeah, it was. He yeah, used it, yeah. He he did use it the next night when he when he challenged uh, the Undertaker, challenged him to a casket match. Yeah. Um. I mean, those three entrances uh, yeah. alone were like this was like when I saw these three entrances, I was like, this what these three entrances are giving me right now is the rose-tinted glasses version of the Attitude Era that everyone has. These three entrances are like, this is what everyone remembers. This is the cool shit that people remember. Yeah. When if, you know, you know, when in fact those entrances were great, the storyline coming up to this was was pretty good, like pretty great as well, but the match wasn't all that good, honestly. Like, no, the match was the match was uh, the match was honestly a, a, a giant mess. Um, honestly, yeah, really. Nobody cared about whether the Undertaker or Kane won. They just wanted to see Stone Cold be Stone Cold, they and just, that was all they were. The, want, what, what, they just wanted to see what Stone Cold was going to do. It, yeah, honestly, at this time, and fuck it, 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 it worked right. But at this time, every meet, every week on Raw, it was like, what's Austin going to get up to this week? It was yeah. like, it was he was the he was the main character of raw and you don't have that anymore but he was the main character of raw and it was just like how is he going to get himself out of this situation you know yeah um it it was you know obviously it was a classic attitude era ending of a match with we've got um you know paul bearer coming out turning on kane aligning with the undertaker and then yeah and i i made a note of that he was uh, like he was already starting to look really bad i know he you know i know he had really bad issues with his health and and weight yeah yeah at the end there but like um but yeah i mean you know screwy finish and then obviously austin does a does a weird thing here where he just yeah taps the mat with both hands when they're both on the floor and just declares well, himself the winner. Yeah, like no, no, no logic. This is. You but know. I guess in in a sense, he was the referee, and whatever the referee says goes. So, fuck. Sure, it. he counted them. He counted them both down. But that's. But that. See that again. This is. When it comes to when it comes to rules and things making sense, there's no logical sense of that. Like, you can count them out. You can count people out at a ten count. If like, but like, there's no, there's no way of counting a one, two, three pinfall. I think when there's no for the purpose of this, somebody else. it was, but this, it was just Austin. Austin. It was, was Austin ba- saying screw you. It was Austin it was, saying screw you to Vince, basically. Right. That was all this. The purpose of this it, it match really was. was. Yeah. yeah, and that's and that's why it was, and that's what it was. Is it was it was Austin going in, you know, in kayfabeness, going into business for himself. Yeah, because he was told not calling the match. Going into this match, obviously Vince said to him, "If you do not count a winner of this count a three count for the winner of this match, yeah. you will be fired." And that's yeah. what led and, to obviously Austin gets on the mic, tries to lure out Vince, doesn't it? Doesn't yeah, work. And then, and why wasn't why wasn't he already ready for it? Why did it take another like five minutes of him I, running yeah, well, to he the back? Wanders to the back. We see Bruce Pritchard sitting there, by the way. Yeah, we see Bruce Pritchard. Sitting <laughs> we see there. Owen Hart in the locker room, by the way. It's, yeah, and, and Jerry Lawler's like, I think that was the Blue Blazer. Yeah. Answer this question. Why the fuck didn't he just roll out of the entranceway? Why did they have to raise the screen? 
yeah. to have Vince behind it. That what that they make... raised the screen. They put him in Why? this. They put him in this area. Yeah, I don't. That doesn't make any sense. Um, also, other, I thought other than th- uh, there were people behind that screen. Could they not see th- the ring all night? Yeah, I have no idea what was what was going on with that. What, what there were so many things that didn't make sense. Uh, Big yeah. Boss Man what? had his dogs with him. You couldn't see them anyway, so that was pointless. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was dragged out. He then fires Austin, but then what was dragged out as well, it was JR constantly going, oh, we're going to miss you, Austin. Oh, this is the last time we're ever going to see Austin. Every five, every five seconds, he was just saying, oh, but this is the last time, like really milking the fact that he was gone forever, you know. It just seemed so unbelievable, like... You know, as we'll as we'll find out as you as we find out literally the next night, none of that mattered. This whole storyline, <laughs> this whole storyline of him firing him, literally didn't matter. He showed up the next night with fucking a truck full of guns, <laughs> and this the, like hey, when you say it in the like that, it just sounds so ridiculous. And Jr's out there like trying to trying to claim he's got a right to do that. He's a hunter. He must be out hunting. I'm like. Motherfucker, you can't hunt at night. Literally cannot Next hunt Next to an in the arena dark. of all places. Uh, long story short, they spend the entire night running around the arena. So many Running around the arena, hiding, trying to hide from him, trying to get cops to go out and arrest him. And the cops go out and just want his autograph. <laughs> and they're just looking at each other's guns. Terrible actors, by the way. Terrible, terrible, <laughs> act, terrible. And then, and then, you know, then it leads to Austin, Austin... The fact that Austin's every, got a, a truck full of guns. He's literally got a handgun on then, his, on his waist. Every, and they, the police don't even go, have you got a license for those? Or and, everybody, and everybody who's meant to be security for him just leaves him Sorry, alone. So the, the cop, right? The, 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 right. The cop that was in there with, the, with the, the, the... So Big Boss Man gets sent to the airport, right? To pick up, the, to pick up his family or something, right? Fine. Yeah. Right? That's fine. I can get past that. The cop that was there with the dog... He was like, I'm not risking my life for you. Screw you. I'm out of here. <laughs> I get it, right? Fine. I get it. Whatever. Briscoe, Jay, um, Briscoe and Pat Patterson and Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter's like, I'm going to go get a coffee. You want a coffee? And then Briscoe's like, I'm going to go with him to get a coffee. And then Pat Patterson's sitting there. He's like, don't worry, Vince. We got you, man. We're staying with you. He's like, but I'm going to go with them to get a coffee. Do you want a coffee? I'll bring you back a coffee. An hour later, they weren't back from getting that coffee. And all I could think of is you've written, you've just gone like, I don't know how to get rid of these three out of the room. So they're just going to go get coffee. Obviously, no one gives a shit about it. They want to, the, yeah. what they want to see is they want to see Austin get McMahon. And, you know, so we get the, well, yeah, we get the whole angle where he, where he rolls him out into the ring and then, and then he brings the, the pistol and, and it's got the, Oh, bang, you know, bang Austin 316, 316 yeah. uh, thing, and, and Vince wets his pants. And so, goddamn, when, when people when people complain about too many segments and and, sk- and sk- skits nowadays, I'm like... Go watch this episode. You don't even... See how you, go, get, see yeah, how you do. Go, go fuck yourself <laughs> with that shit. <laughs> you know? So, obviously, the, he puts a letter in, in Vince's pocket. That letter, by the way, was a five-year contract and a championship match, which was signed by Shane. So that's How what and that why, was. And that's what that was. But but why did Shane have the authority to do I that? Don't know, I, I don't know, because according to the storyline, Shane had been, like, 
let go by Vince. Shane had just been and he'd fu- been yeah. demoted. So I don't know. By then, I think that's where Linda McMahon gets involved because she has co-signed. Yeah, on the it, comp- yeah. Oh anyway. yeah, because we start getting all sorts. You know, then we get all sorts of stuff. We get into the then the know, whole family gets involved. The whole family gets involved. WrestleMania 2000 is the four corners McMahon and McMahon yeah. in every corner thing, or whatever. Um, yeah. It, but, you know, that was, a, at all intents and purposes, the whole Bang 316 thing was a pretty iconic moment of for Raw. We all remember yeah. it. Um, it's just the amount of it's the amount of shit you had to wade through to get to it. It's you know? very true. But, yeah, man, it, it, was rough, it was rough getting through. I hope, I do hope that, uh, you know, it's it's entertaining to watch it back in, in a sense. It, it, it was. I mean, that you know, I, I did watch... A majority of this show of the Raw, and I, I skipped through a lot of the match. I just wanted to watch to see like where story went after that baby, yeah. and I might actually start doing that from now on. Actually, I think it's quite interesting just to see the Raw after a show to see what it happened. certainly is. Um, and that's kind of why I did it. I just kind of sat there and was like, ah, I wonder. But, I think one thing yeah. to I think we didn't we kind of briefly touched on it, but going into this pay per view, like we had literally on the weeks running up to this, we had. Undertaker and Kane breaking um, Vince's ankle. We had the bedpan incident. Yeah. We had the Zamboni, had the Zamboni incident. Zamboni. We had the cement truck stuff. Like so we many iconic. Yeah. Uh, Soko. We had so many iconic things happen on the run up to this pay per view. Yeah. Um, and and even All the Bang it- Three Sixteen thing is pretty iconic as well. It's it's just the pay per view just shat yeah. itself. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've got well, I th- well I think what we need to do is we need to make we need to start making uh our official rankings of these. Yeah. So that uh so that um we can coin- convince uh someone who is not us to edit uh edit some Wikipedia pages because what I've noticed this this was I mentioned this to you that, that my idea here. Hmm. Um what I noticed is that a lot of these uh, these pay-per-views have the reception section and people from a, you know, JD Dunn of 411 Mania, Kevin P- Panjora of 411 Mania, Paul Matthews of Classic Wrestling Review in 2022 described it as below average, you know? And like, these are just guys that are giving their opinions and I believe our opinions are just as if not far more valid Fuck yeah. than anyone else's opinions. I value uh, my opinion. On the matter. I value your opinion. I value- Exactly. I value you. I value your opinion almost as much, if not equally to mine, you know, as, as you should value, as I think you value my opinion. Hell yeah, I do. Almost as much equally to yours. Neither one of us values. No, I, no, I said that wrong. I value your opinion slightly <laughs> more than my own opinion, but bear. <laughs> we value each other's opinions. What we're trying to we say. We value each other's. And what we're trying to say is we value each other's opinions more than anyone else's opinions. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah. And so you're therefore, saying we should rate this pay per view yeah, out of ten. I, because if we, yeah, so if we if we get an official rating, then then we can be added into the reception so uh, section of Wikipedia pages. I say you give your t- out of ten. I'll give my out of ten, and we get a medium out of that. Right? Yeah. And that's uh, the, I, that would be the punks talk wrestling rating for this pay per view. And I think, but I think, but I think it's important to, I think what might be important as well is to delineate between the, 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 the actual in-ring wrestling and right. the storyline surrounding it. Because okay. those, because those are the two major, the two major portions of these. Of any wrestling event, really. uh, Of anything. It, it is, um, because we, we've noticed this before with some, with some earlier WWE work too, is that. I, the wrestling itself, the matches, some of the matches were great, yeah. even though the storylines were were just 
do not hold up. Yeah. Um, contextually, the storylines were probably what they maybe wanted for shock value, but in in hindsight, I have to look at I have to look at things from a perspective of did it is it good enough that the storyline held up and, and and is you know some of the stuff some of the stuff could work like the ship between the the ship between Austin McMahon Undertaker and Kane kind of that storyline kind of holds up in a sense where it holds up yeah it holds up because it's a dude it's a dude mad at his boss and it's people caught in the crossfire it's not a storyline like the Val Venus the you know the infidelity storylines and the you know the objectifying yeah. and plus it, it was things. like with the Austin McMahon and Kane and Undertaker it they they got the two biggest storylines and intertwined them which is quite ahead yeah. of its time in a, in a so, way as well so for that i mean for that i'll give it i'll give it at least overall i'll give it a I'll give it a six and a half. I was it, yeah. I was gonna go six and a half at a. I was going for storyline. Yeah, because because some of the storylines were good, some of them some of them were logical, some of them and some of them were, and some of them were just dumb. Yeah, d- doesn't doesn't hold up over time. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the hold up. The hold up over time is really what we're. That's is really pretty what we're important for. to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the matches, I get. I give the matches a seven. I'd give them a seven and a half, maybe even an eight, because. The majority of the matches were solid. I, 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 not the pay-per-view. Not I'm the, gonna, not the main event, with, though. I'm going to go with a seven. Yeah? Yeah, okay. I'll go for seven for the matches, and I'll go for six for, for story. I think that's yeah. what I'm, I'm going a little, you, And you know me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little, as, as, much of a, as much of a, you know, dick as I can kind of be sometimes, <laughs> I, I tend to, I tend to be, give a little more benefit than, than probably should, which yeah. is, you know, so so I I'm totally I'm totally fine with lowering the official value to to your probably should we should take the lower of the two values because that really shows the as a, what as an overall for the whole show as an overall like as I an guess, o- well between what six and a half six and a half seven yeah. as an overall yeah which is fairly which is barely above average you know yeah. this is a, yeah yeah it's it's barely. yeah it's it's it just a yeah uh, yeah it's More barely important- above average. Here's what actually I would and I'll and I'll drop it I would drop it here's why I'll drop it down here's why I'll drop it down to the I'll drop it down because of this because more things more important things happened on other shows on Raw. during that time more more memorable things happened on Raw than actually happened in the pay per view yeah so so it didn't feel like it didn't feel like any of this was more important than anything that happened on a Monday Night Raw. Really? Yeah, it, it it just felt a longer. It did. It felt like a, a long Monday Night Raw with more matches. Yeah. yeah. Really. And so there it is. Yeah. We'll give it. We're giving it a solid six. Solid six. Solid then six. I, I think I'm I'm very happy with that. Twelve rating. out of twenty. If we if we're gonna roll a D twenty, <laughs> there we go. We'll use. We'll 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 roll it back into the D and D. We'll roll it into the D twenty. Because all right, fuck it. In. Yeah, cool. Twelve out of twenty. Because that just makes us. That just makes us look. You know, more absurd. Anyway. Yeah, who who rates shit out? We of 20. we we rate things. We like, well, you know why? And also because it because it takes away the point fives and the point you know because there's always like oh five point five out of ten. Well, you know what? That's an eleven out of twenty. So there you go. <laughs> we don't we don't do we don't we don't half anything. We yeah. just double the numbers. There we go. So twelve out of twenty for this. Twelve out of twenty. Yeah, we get a twelve out of twenty. That's gonna be our that'll be our new ranking system. There you go. Um, that's it. 
That's it, man. I think that, I mean, we don't have to talk about the, yeah, we talked about the Raw afterwards. We talked enough we about talked, Raw. There was plenty of segments there bit. which we could go into, but I mean, uh, you go and watch it. October 19th, oh. uh, 2018, uh, there's a segment about sausages. Go nuts. Oh, God. <laughs> um, what do we have? We, we've, what do we have left to say um, other than follow us on Instagram if you're not already at Punk's Talk Wrestling. That's also, right. the uh, we have a Patreon at Punk's Talk Wrestling um, where we have the unedited episodes of all of these podcasts um, that go up usually a day uh, before. And our TikTok, which I fixed the I fixed the name, so it's no longer it's no longer got dots. It's just Punk's Talk Wrestling hey. on TikTok, and there's some stuff up there too. Tell us if uh, fuck yeah, tell us if you like that format because they're kind of fun to make, uh, and it's really the only video that we have right now because we don't do video stuff yet. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's. Oh, what are we doing next week? Shit, what are we doing next week? I don't know. I was just that's what I was just thinking of. Um I suppose we is deadline this coming weekend? Is deadline Saturday? Oh it is. Is this is this Saturday? This coming weekend. Okay. So All right, we, well, there we go. Week we got can it. do that, and I think the week after we can do we can certainly do a top ten. We can figure th- we'll figure, something figure out. out Yeah, we'll figure something out between now and next week to yeah. do for the nineteenth. Um that works. Yeah, perfect. So, and that will be the official last uh, PLE. Yeah, of, I guess of, is, are they are they, they're considering this a PLE because it's not a Tuesday night. It's um, yeah, it it's a PLE for 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 NXT. It's it's being held in an in a, an actual arena, so it's not right. Uh, it's not just you know a throwaway thing. So yeah, yeah, I consider it a PLE. It certainly is premium, and it certainly is live. And it's certainly an event. Yeah. So it it checks off every single one of those three. <laughs> I think that's it then. I think I think that's it. Recording now. Alright. Check hey. There's gotta be a better way. Oh Jesus. <laughs> you hear that feedback? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs>